Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DUG. That's DUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road house protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Um, we are on Shohei Watch. There's a guy from Dodger Nation who is saying it's over, it's done, Shohei Otani to the Toronto Blue Jays. A guy, one guy, J.P. Hornstra. J.P. used to cover the Angels, by the way. Now he covers the Dodgers for Dodgers Nation. Um, he said, according to, multiple, according to multiple sources who spoke to the Dodgers Nation on Friday, the two-way superstar ended the suspense with the most lucrative free agent pursuit in baseball history. Formal announcement expected as early as tonight. The, the exact amount isn't known. But um, it's expected to shatter Mike Trout's record of 12 years, $426.5 million deals with the Angels. Blues Days executives have been encouraged throughout the negotiating process, etc., etc. The three finalists are the Dodgers, the Angels, and the Blue Jays. I told you earlier this week that the, the people I knew in baseball said that Artie Moreno was telling people close to him he thought they were getting him. So, again, that doesn't mean that, that they were getting him. It's just that they were closer or they felt closer than I think public perception would lead you to believe that they are or were or whatever. All right, so that's where we are with it. Again, this is just one guy. The baseball insiders have not have not said anything um, along the same lines. So we don't know. Let's just play a game, though, shall we, uh, Jay Stu and Dan Beyer? Let's play the game of it. What if it is the Blue Jays? Would that make sense to anybody at all? As far as uh, would it benefit the Blue Jays, you're saying? Well, I mean, the Blue Jays, it'd be great. 
And for him, you know, financially be great, but I get, I'm guessing financially it's going to be pretty good uh, everywhere. But in terms of baseball, I don't know. Does that make sense? No, it'd be dreadful. It'd be awful for Major League Baseball. Hmm. Um, okay. Be what great do you think? for Canada. Tell you that much. I guess, but do they care? Oh yeah. I mean, if he if he came to, yeah, I I think that they would. I think he would give them a reason to care. They are redoing Sky Dome, by the way. I'm not sure if anybody else is aware of that one. Um, for some reason, that my I have a high level awareness for things. And Toronto, by all estimations, incredible city, incredible international city. I don't know, but this just goes against so much of what we had thought were the were the things you needed to get Shohei, right? We thought Western, the West, closer to Japan that way. Although, I guess, does it really matter? Like, if you're in Toronto, you hop on a plane to go to Japan, or as opposed to you're in L.A. or Seattle to hop on a plane. Like, it's not like you can drive there anyway. It's not like you could spend a weekend and go like, hey, listen, I'm going to run home to Japan. I'll be back. Like, It's not like Vegas or Oakland. And thanks to TikTok, I've realized that these flight paths are a lot more different than I thought that they were. Um, I agree, but what's the flight path from Toronto to Japan? They go over the North Pole? Is that what they yeah, do? I would assume so. That's what a lot of these flight paths are doing nowadays. I'm glad you brought TikTok. that up. I'm glad. So you're as fascinated by that as I am. Yes, yes. I am too. And, and, and I fully admit, I am not a world traveler. I've yeah. never been on a different continent, so I can't even... I've never traveled abroad, so that's what was so shocking to me. But the travel the travel of it, yes, would not maybe not be as... As big of a gap as we thought, thanks to the world of TikTok. Were you shocked by what you I saw? I was. I was like, wow, you're going over the North. Who knew? Bearing yeah. straight. Yeah, totally. Going? No, I mean, it, it's interesting because you, you do think, I mean, I guess because there's some sort of magnetic pull, you would think like, does the plane get pulled in by the magnetic pull of the poles? Like, no, it's not actually how it works. Really? Because it's never, that part of science isn't really explained to those of us who are not like science nerds. We're just like, wow, Really? I'm I'm with you though. I find out the 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 travel thing. But my 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 bigger point is like this idea that you have to be in the West, like, do you? Like really? If you're gonna go to Japan, it's basically an entire day to fly there. And it's not you're not gonna stop. And he's not at the budget spot where he's gonna stop. So what does it really matter? But we did think you had to win. Now obviously it doesn't matter American nationally because of DH or whatever. Um but it is kind of a nondescript team. I mean, it's they've been more successful than the Angels, but there's a lot of Angels too. It's like, yeah, I'm on a good team. I'm the guy. But does anybody actually care about the Blue Jays? And the answer is not really. And can't we um, can't we discern over this period, this free agency period? Can't we say for a fact now that nobody knows anything about the Shohei Otani decision? In other words. You've referenced this uh, flight pattern and distance thing. How do we even know that was a factor? How, how do we know what any factor is? His his team of people have done an amazing job of keep, keeping this buttoned up from the very beginning. No insider knows what the heck they're doing. It was literally reported today as news that the uh, decision, quote unquote, could be eminent. It's like, that's news? 
And that's why how out of school this J.P. Hornstra report is. He, he actually reported for the Dodgers, for the OC Register. You would think that everybody would have taken note as a cautionary tale a year ago. I think we had, we have, we've had the one-year anniversary of John Heyman saying arson judge to the Giants. That was a disaster <laughs> and horrible for his reputation. It was trending, by the way. Arson judge was today. Funny. I think there, you know, it's interesting, especially off of this last week as well, because of the Zach Wilson report. When we're talking about information, when we're talking about people, John Morosi is a friend of the show, and John Morosi, I trust one hundred percent. To Jason's point, and his exact words in in John's tweet were, according to a source, source he says Shohei Otani's decision is imminent possibly as early as today. So imminent would be to think would be like end of business day today. Yeah. But John does couch it with the possibly as early as today. It would not shock me in the least for it to be a Friday news dump or Saturday news dump uh, for Otani for what we know about this. But it's also the point of, as you mentioned, that and we kind of have two different JPs going at it here, don't we? I mean, uh, so John Morosi is just going to be John Morosi, and JP Hunstra is going to be JP. If you have JP's report, people are questioning that because I don't think that that's where a lot of breaking news comes from. Correct? Is that fair in saying? Yeah. Yes. I mean, like it's it's like like the NBA. You only you only think it's Shams and yes and Woj. Um, in Major League Baseball, you think it's um, what's the guy? Hassan Rosenthal. I think uh, Joel Sherman. Uh, yeah, John Heyman as well. Mm-hmm. Nightingale. I know has kind of gotten a bad rap with some stuff, but he's in on stuff. And John is very, very reputable. Yeah, no question. So we'll just we wait and see. Okay. Um, if it was it, it, if it's the Dodgers, everybody nods their head. If it's the Angels, everybody says, "Well, he's just comfortable. He doesn't care about winning, right?" If it's the Blue Jays, what do we say? It may not have the worldwide pizzazz that Major League Baseball, as Jason said, would be a disaster. But I mean, you've now just got a whole country on your side. There's got to be something cool with that. Yeah, you have a whole country of Japan and a whole country of uh, Canada. Yeah. Japan and Canada together, kind of like Long Beach and Compton together on this joint. Is that what that we're doing? This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. It is, though, like, you know, it's like you wait for those announcements. We got a big announcement coming, big announcement coming. You're like, ooh, Dodgers? No. Cubs? No. Yankees? No. Mets? No. Angels, Angels, at least it's in L.A. It's a team. No. Uh, Blue Jays. Yeah, they, it's it's one. It's a it would be a weird one if it happened. It would be. One. Yeah, it would be. It would be different, but it's not like Toronto's a bad team. I mean, we no. see them be. I mean, no, but there's lots of teams that are not bad teams. You'd be like, mm, that's weird. Sure, you know, right? it, like if you went to the Twins, you're like, "That's weird." They're good. They were in the playoffs. They actually beat Toronto in the playoffs, right? And you'd be like, eh, "Minnesota, really?" And I get it. But, Maybe you say, "Hey, it's an international city." Big, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was, I was just going to say this. Look at what Texas 
is done. So you sign Corey Seager, you sign Marcus Simeon, season doesn't go great uh, the year they come in. The next year, guess what? We're also going to bring in Jacob deGrom. Now, obviously, he got injured, but they didn't let up. They acquire Scherzer, and they're making these moves. Next thing you know, they're in the World Series. Bruce Bochy's the, man- or Bruce Bochy's the manager, they're in the World Series, they win it. It has been a team that has also shown they brought in George Springer. They've not been shy with doing that and building around their core of, you know, Vlad Guerrero and and Bo Bichette and guys like that. Did a deal with the Diamondbacks, brought Dalton Varsho in. So there's they've not been shy in making a deal. So maybe that's why we shouldn't be surprised because of what they have done. Didn't they uh, uh totally blanking, so I, I don't even want to say, but um, just some of the moves that could make you think on why they would do something like that. Mm-hmm. No, and historically throughout the years, they brought in gigantic name players. Um, what was the guy? Who was it who hit home, all those home runs for them? I don't know, five, six, seven years ago. Was it Batista? Just kinda, yeah, Juan gone. What? What? By the way, has any guy ever fallen off the face of the earth faster than Batista? <laughs> we always talk about the Rugdetto door punch. Yes. But he arrived quickly. We did that. He was he was like all of a sudden, boom, he's here. And after what, like a thirteen home run season, he had forty or something like that? Yes. Yes. I mean, one of the one of those careers is like, hmm, really? You know? That that was a that was a you, that was a weird one. You know what I'll also say with this though? Like I do think that there is a bunch of baseball fans that want him to go to Toronto. I don't want him to go to the Dodgers. Why? Why would you want if you know it would again be a big market wins again? And so there is something to. I don't want to say one for the the little guys, but there is such a haves and have nots in Major League Baseball that I do think that this decision by a lot of baseball fans would actually be welcomed because he turned down going back to the Angels and obviously turned down the front runner that is the Dodgers. I'm going to ask you this: you, you you're a big baseball fan, correct? Uh, I'm not as much as like Jason is, really. Okay, yeah, let, me ask, like my... let me let me ask you, Jason. Okay, um, how many of the starters can you name for the Toronto Blue Jays? No, I can name a lot of them. They're actually a, a very um, like prevalent fantasy team. No question, because you, you got because you got baseball, Vlad. You have all their guys, you know. Uh, Brandon Belt went there, right? Isn't he there? Brandon now? Belt was there last year. Yeah, they He's got there now. They got Varsho from the D-backs. They like him in center field. Uh, well, you already mentioned uh, he already mentioned Bo Bichette. Right? Does um, and I'm trying to think who else I know. Well, you know who Vlad Guerrero. Know. Yes, yeah. I know Vlad Guerrero, Bo Bichette, Brandon Belt last year, uh, and Matt Chapman. Those are the those are the guys that I know. Those are the guys that I know. Um, and then I think they had, is, is don't they have Biggio's son too? Kevin, yeah, but yeah. he's bad. He's awful. But he's yeah, they, they still have him. Yeah. I mean, I just I just knew him because his name. I, I just remember I was watching a game and I was like, "Is that Biggio's son? Am I that old?" Like, yeah, you're that old. And you know George Springer. Yes. Yes. No relation. But that was that like those you know those names that are the point that you know the reason I brought it up. You, they were active. They went out and got Springer. Yeah, no, they spent you know, they, money and yeah. they have a, they have a, they have a really good offensive team, right? I just, it's just, 
anyone else would be like, really? I don't know. Really? It could happen. I just, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. All right, we played that little game called What If. Maybe we'll play some What If on the Dodgers. What If on the Angels. What If on some other people upcoming on the show. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain, but for others, a wintery combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice, whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas, and I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me, Tire Rack is the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their, their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues. And they're obsessed with college sports, just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, graduate hotels are the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. And odds are, wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug. Good at any graduate hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing great. Um, we're broadcasting live with the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. Hope you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. Welcome in. Dan Byer told you we are on Shohei Watch. Yeah, we're live above uh, the five freeway waiting for Shohei Otani to come out. That's what we're waiting for. What, what am I? 
If I did this, was it more like Chopper 9? Does it sound like Chopper 9 here? Like, oh, we're live. I'm high above uh, uh, the, the I 5 freeway, the 57, uh, the big A, where we're waiting for Shohei Otani to make an announcement. So th- there is one reporter who is standing by his story, like, look, man, he's going to the Blue Jays. Later tonight, they're going to. Now, now, Dan Byer pointed out that uh, this could be a Friday, a news dump Friday sort of thing. Um, and if, if we're all familiar with News Dump Friday, Lorraine, are you familiar with the News Dump Friday? No, I don't know what that is. Um, okay, so basically it's like if you want, it's, it's usually in politics. It started in politics, but sports does it. Everybody does. When you have bad news, usually it's when you have bad news. Or you want something to go underneath the radar, you uh, release it after usually four or five you know, especially when it's Washington, D.C., it's like you call a late press conference at four o'clock on East Coast time and then you arrive a little bit late because it's there's no new. Nobody watches the news on Friday night. There's no like news. There's not that. Yes, they have shows on the weekends that talk about everything. But the for the most part, when it's news, it's Monday through Thursday. Um, and usually you do it when you really want a Friday, a news dump Friday. You do it on a holiday weekend. Because then you call a press conference and half the people are there. Some people jet it off and it just becomes an AP story. And, and my question for buyer would be, in whose interest would it be for this to go under the radar? Does, doesn't everyone want to make the most of it? I don't think the Otani's camp does. I don't really? Yeah, I, I, it's been their style, Jason. This is where I'll side with Dan. It's been their style. Like, we, we just we want to move differently. We don't want it to be about the pomp and circumstance. So I think it would they be Shohei himself. Leaks, right? They didn't want any leaks, and people were freaking out when Dave Roberts said that they met with them. And uh, there, I mean, there was a report too that Toronto had met with them, but that was the message that we had reportedly heard was that if teams were leaking out meetings and information, that that could be used against them in this decision. So that's the answer to my question. But I, I'm guessing both the team that does that he does choose and the league are going to want him to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I think that's the, I think that's the issue there is we don't know if, because part of when you say you don't want leaks is people think, well, then you want a big announcement, but it's never been his style to do anything big, right? But Byerman, that, that would be our argument against that, that entire argument. There's nothing about him and how he's done things that leads you to believe he's about the headlines. He's more about doing what he wants to do, moving a little bit differently. Um, but we don't know if this is different, and we don't know what it ultimately looks like. There's a, there's a lot to it. That, so that's why Dan's saying maybe they want the news done Friday. That's why that, that makes more sense to me than otherwise it would, because otherwise Hold on I a would— second. Yeah, we have something from Morosi. I'm sorry. I just saw it, too. Uh, let's, do we have breaking news? Is, are we at that level? Um, let's, let's go to Dan Beyer and see what he's seeing from JP Morosi. I could just, I could just tell you this, um, that, uh, John Morosi is reporting that Shohei is en route to Toronto today, according to sources. Hmm. So, and Morosi. That means there's a leak. There's a leak. At this hour, Otani does not have a signed agreement with any team. Hmm. He's going to Toronto. Maybe just for the weekend. Maybe good shopping in the city. Uh, Who's playing in Toronto this weekend? That's a real question. 
For the rap, like for the Raptors, or no, no, or no, no, like who's playing concerts? Concerts in Toronto. Oh. Maybe, he's a, maybe he's a good concert guy, right? Maybe he likes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he likes some band that's playing in Toronto, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll stop by the Blue Jays facility and see that." See that. Yeah, it looks like the Predators are in town to play the Maple Leafs tomorrow, so that's probably it. Yeah, Zach Bryan's <laughs> not there until March 17th, so that's not it. Uh, did you just type Toronto Concerts? Was I that did. the search? I did. I did. That's exactly what I, that's exactly what I was doing. She so caught me. Uh, Let's see what's tomorrow. Oh, it was, it was just because it was months in the future. I figured yeah. like yeah. that was that was why. Yeah. We're all the same here. We all did this stuff. It doesn't. It, and by the way, the report doesn't mean that he's going to sign with them. It just does add up that if if, Morose, if, it's, if it's imminent, yes, and he's going to Toronto. Oh, and like, and if you're going to say no thanks to Toronto, you can say no thanks on the phone. You don't need to say no thanks by going in person. He did meet with the Dodgers last week. Chelsea Handler's reported, there. So Chelsea, Chelsea Handler's there this weekend. Maybe, maybe that's that's why. Maybe she's, he's into Chelsea Handler. He'll see comedy and a hockey game. Since sure. he pitches and, and hits, he'll yes. do both. The hockey, eh? The hockey. The hockey. Someone's uh, got to be flight tracking the Otani flight. Oh, it's going to be on TikTok, no question. Let's get to um, a, a guy who we do. We've, we've gone through this before, right? The where's LeBron going? Did you, did you watch last night, Byer? Did you see LeBron at all, or did you just see highlights? Um. Yeah, I don't even know if I saw highlights, to be honest with you. He was unbelievable. Like, I, um, you know how you have a guy who comes in and he's had more coffee than everybody else in the morning meeting? And you're like, whoa, whoa, buddy. Like, we're all just here. We're all just waking up. It's a Friday morning. Like, we're all just trying to get, get our motor started. He's like, all right, let's go. Here we go. What do we put on the board? What's the brainstorming session? Like, he was on one last night. It was unbelievable. Now, part of it was the Pelicans are kind of a mess. They're like, you, you know, Zion can, uh, he's second in the league at scoring at the rim, but he doesn't really do anything else. Um, he doesn't, he's not as athletic as he was, and his skill hasn't improved to the level that of superstar, but he still scores efficiently by just, he's just too quick for big guys to guard. But there's a lack of efficiency because he's not good defensively. But, like, LeBron was the best player on the court. LeBron looked like the best player in the NBA last night. It was crazy. Here's LeBron James after the win. He's the ultimate tone setter, man. Like, from the start, just everything from our meeting to our walkthrough, everything, um, his communication, helping guys visually see what game plan we were trying to execute. Everybody understands what we're playing for. It's a great opportunity being here in this city in this tournament for us to reveal our competitive spirit top to bottom. And uh, I think that's what you saw tonight. But everybody, again, just covering for one another, constant communication, constant effort. All right, that, that's, uh, that's um, Darvin Ham, his head coach. And he's right. Like, he was, he literally looked like they set back the clock 10 years. He looked thinner. He looked more energetic. He dominated the game. He took, like, three charges in the first half. I, I hadn't, some guys just love Vegas. Where are you on Vegas, Buyer? Because we we're going to be there for a week with Super Week. Where are you on Vegas? I, I'm fine with it. It's not wouldn't be my number one choice to, to hang out and go visit. But Jay, Jay Stu, now you love the craps tables. We have um, collectively lost some money with you at the at the craps tables. 
Do you get energized like that for Vegas? Oh, yeah. No, I've definitely I, – I have the bug, the gambling bug. And I will tell everybody that I don't think there's anything that I've experienced in my lifetime that has made me feel more alive and more happy than gambling winning. That says a lot about me. I know. And don't, don't tell my girlfriend this, but nothing <laughs> in my life has ever made me feel more alive than winning at gambling. Nothing in your life has made you feel more alive than no, winning at gambling. No. It's it, it it is quite it is quite the uh, what do you call it? The thrill, uh, ecstasy, or whatever the, whatever the word is. You know? Nothing in your life. Zero. I think that's isn't that the the problem? Isn't that why yes. people get addicted to it? I've jumped out of a plane too. Yeah, you jumped out of a plane. You hiked up uh, Half Dome and nearly died when I have 14-year-old kids that did it fine. So I don't know your level, your your threshold, whatever. <laughs> uh, that's that's hysterical. Um, hmm. Interesting. Uh, Lorena, where are you in Vegas? I love Vegas. I love dressing up um, and just hanging out and walking around. And I love gambling. I just learned how to play craps recently. Did you? Because Jay Stu taught me how to play, and we lost a lot of money. I don't so, lose when I play. I double all my winnings. Um, well, yeah. there's the lady luck with craps. <laughs> I believe her. There's also, there, there's also uh, this. I'll just, Lorraine, I'll, I'll give you the, the warning that the late, great Eddie Sutton gave us when we played in Las Vegas two consecutive years. He's like, boys, men, you see all those big buildings? They were more this year than last year, and that's because the house ain't losing. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so anyone who's like, I always win. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I mean, listen, Jay Stu, you were super confident. You give me your 500, take my 500. We're going to walk out here with a bunch of money. And we did not. And then 10 minutes later, we... T- t- 10 minutes later, we were a factory of sadness. That's the thing about craps is that it goes quick and it comes quick. Um, yes. And that's kind of where the rush is, though. Because it, when it's coming quick, everybody's on a high. Yeah, pause on that one. Um, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, this is uh, always a... This is always a, a fun part of the uh, of the day <laughs> how do we get here how, how oh, do we in get season here? tournament that's in right. season tournament that's right i just I, that's the only thing i can think like the two things you can think of is rich people love playing for money right it's like like michael jordan's whole thing was like i'm a competitive junkie tiger woods he likes playing golf for money you know it's like why do these guys keep doing because then they're playing for money so I don't know whether it's Vegas. I don't know where it's playing for money. I don't know whether it's th- they're actually a good team. And it just shows what the difference in like the Pelicans are kind of a pretender right now. And the Lakers aren't, they're not a favorite and they're not playing against the elite teams in the NBA, but it just shows when it's, when it's real, like all of a sudden it's a different LeBron. Yeah. That was, that was playoff intensity LeBron. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. The, no, there's something, there's something to, something to play for but it also allows him to you know because he can turn it on and turn it off sure question is couldn't you do this for 16 wins you know from mid-april to mid-june anymore no no absolutely not right and this is so this gets everybody excited after you destroy a pelicans team 
I mean, a reporter asked him, and, and Doug, I, I would feel that you would be offended by this question. Okay. But a reporter asked LeBron afterwards, like, does the does he's never been in a Final Four because he didn't play college basketball? You know, does this did this heighten that, and did oh, that Jesus. maybe yeah take that you know experience? Was he able to use this as like that experience? That is, that is a terrible question. It's an awful question. It's it's the play. The play. Look, I, I thought they they did a good job. They did like the Laker lighting thing, so you couldn't see. But I had friends that were there. Like it was kind of half full. I mean, it was the crowd got into it because yeah. LeBron was so good and so into it. Um, look, I think there's also the part. You know, he wants to own the Vegas team in the NBA, which everyone knows is coming. I don't think it's going to happen, but you never know. Like he's forced his way into a lot of things. Um. And I think that's a part of it. I think, you know, he he nailed it with the rest part of it. Uh, they're playing against inferior competition. He loves Vegas. He loves playing for money. I it, it does. He looks thinner. He lo- he's looked heavy, especially top heavy a lot of the season. Which like, look, he's thirty nine years old. He's not going to be the same body type he was when he was twenty nine years old. But he looked facially like he's lost a little bit of weight, and so he's flying around the court like he looked amazing last night. I'm not gonna lie, and I'm I've been a realist about LeBron and the aging and the lack of defense and the fact that he kind of stands outside, shoots jump shots, doesn't move as much, kind of hides it a little bit. Last night was not one night where I go like I, I don't know if there's been a there's a better if, if they all played tonight. And remember, we're coming off of Luca having a having a triple double in the first half the night before, but LeBron looked like the best player on earth last night. Yeah, and to do it in 23 minutes, so he's the first with 35 and five and under 23 minutes of gameplay that we've seen. But I, I hate that maybe I'm just callous to it, but yeah. it's just, as you said, like just he, when the spotlight's there and against this, like I don't, I don't think it's happening against Denver. Just saying like, if they're playing the no. nuggets, I don't think it's, don't think it's happening against Boston. Uh, you know, it happened to be able to happen against the Pelicans and and I think that's a part of it. And in that window where those were the only two games because of the in-season tournament, which, by the way, I did watch uh, a majority of Pacers Bucks, which is why I also didn't watch Lakers Pelicans. Um, it is interesting you mentioned the crowd atmosphere because there wasn't much of it that we saw in the Pacers and Bucks game, except the Pacers kind of made their own energy for for what they did down the stretch. Well, I mean, Tyrese Halliburton has been kind of the story of this tournament in terms of his. His level of play, right? Uh, where yeah. now, people, now people are like, well, Tyrese Halliburton's a superstar. Like, he's been great, and he's really talented. I'm not willing to go superstar just yet, but um, it, it, it's, he's been in, amazing to watch, and LeBron was amazing to watch last night. And this is, the, I really think like the NBA has been put in a great spot with these two teams in the finals because. From their perspective, and I don't think it's from the fans' perspective, but from their perspective, I think they can't lose. Right. If the Lakers win, it legitimizes it. If the Pacers win, it puts them more on the map, and now they're maybe another team to watch. I don't know if the NBA Twitter and everybody will accept those things, but I think that's what the NBA thinks. I think that's a good point. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain, but for others, a wintery combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice, Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas, and I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to tyrat.com slash sports to see their Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me, TireRack is the experts. That's tyrat.com slash sports, tyrat.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Traveling to watch college hoops this winter? No, you got to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each hotel has a unique look, inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get graduate hotels and all the cool specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores, they're all in hometowns of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels has over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So the odds are there's one out there where you're going, especially games and big conferences. Check out all the graduate locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off a stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Stug Alib Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Football fans, be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio every Sunday, Saturday and Sunday morning, three hours before kickoff, countdown to kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Then walk your way up to kickoff, both Saturdays and Sundays, hit on all the key storylines. You can listen to countdown to kickoff. Weekend mornings, 9 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays, 10 a.m. Eastern on Sundays, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Lorena, have you lost your voice? Are you sick? What's going on there, Lorena? Yeah, I lost my voice. Um... I got a cold, and then I abused my vocals and still performed all week. You performed? Yeah, I'm in a children's theater traveling group. Fun wait, wait, fact. Wait, wait. wait hold, 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 hold on. Mm-hmm. You're in a children's theater performing group, but you're not a child. No, so we perform for children. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got it. Sounds pretty good, though, right? With the lost voice? It almost uh, works. It does. It's kind of the um, Phoebe Smelly Cat from Friends sort of thing. Oh, that's a vibe. Okay. Well, do you remember when Phoebe got sick? Yeah. And then she had kind of the bluesy voice? 
and everybody everybody liked it. So then at the very end of the episode, she kissed somebody else who's sick so she can maintain that kind of grovelly voice. Yeah, because you don't want to get rid of it at that point. No, not at all. <laughs> not not at all. Anyway. Um, all right, let's, let's get to the NFL before Mark Dominic joins us. Uh, what a weird night last night in Pittsburgh where I, I took the under just because even though it was a 30 point over under, I'm like, Pittsburgh's offense stinks. The Patriots have no players. And then the Patriots all of a sudden open up an offensive can of whoop ass and look great. Here's Mike Tomlin on the loss. Where do you guys go from here? What, what is the direction? We get ready for our next opportunity next week. Uh, it's what we always, always do. Obviously, um, this stings, um, but we'll be back. This stings, but we'll be back. Oof. Yeah, that one stings a lot, but they'll be back. A lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. I mean, look, there's so much, you know, Kenny Pickett wasn't good enough. He's hurt, whatever. Then you go to Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky is the same guy. How about fourth and two, their last possession of the game, they throw it deep. Now, look. If you had zero coverage, maybe you underthrow it so you have a chance of catching it as well as pass interference. But it wasn't zero coverage, I don't believe. I'm last Mark Dominic in a second. And oh yeah, by the way, like the thing about Trubisky we always hear is, man, he's really athletic. Like, why not allow him the opportunity to run it or throw it for the first down? It was almost as if, like, you thought Matt Canada was bad. Wait till you see what we got next for you. Huh? And then you got the Patriots. Like, what are you doing winning that game? Do you want to draft in the middle of the first round forever? But Belichick trying to win games, maybe trying to hold on to the job. Weird night in Pittsburgh. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Mark Dominic joins us. 20 years in the NFL in front offices, scouting, you name it. He's been the general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He joins us every week. Let's go to last night. Um, That was not an aesthetically pleasing game. And then you have Pittsburgh with the ball late, chance to win it, and fourth and two, they throw it deep. When you're watching, what do you see? I think low probability play. I I don't love that because I think what you just talked about to the listeners is, you know, you've got an athletic enough quarterback who can give you an option or can come up with just a different thing. It's a more high percentage play. That's what you're looking for. You know, obviously, you know, people could sit there and say, well, you know, they weren't expecting a deep ball and therefore you get the big play, but keep the drive alive, go with an easier throw, pitch and catch, or move your quarterback outside the pocket and let him decide if he can tuck it and run it. And I think that's what you really wanted to see there. So it was a disappointing look to Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, you know, still above 500, seven and six. But, you know, a couple weeks ago, the AFC North looked like it was uh, world beaters. And now we've got, you know, three out of four have backup quarterbacks. And I think they're all going to fall out of this whole thing. I would I would agree with you. I, and I think a lot of it was who they were playing. But then, again, like Pittsburgh played two terrible teams in back-to-back weeks and end up losing both days. What about the Patriots? Um, you know, Zappi looked terrible against the Chargers, looked good at times last night. What do you think about their offense and their quarterback situation? I think they've got – and, like, I, I think Zappi is probably – Mac Jones 2.0, 2.1. I don't know if it's better or worse, but it's. I think you've got two number two quarterbacks on that football team. The guys that you can put in the games, and you can get through games. You might be able to win some games with those kind of guys, but you're not going to win long term or consi- consistently. So I think you know, for Patriots fans, it's kind of like the good bad. You know, you won, but you moved down in the draft a little bit further, where you still had a shot maybe at controlling who you get to select now. 
you know, you move down a little bit more in the draft, but you're still going to be in the top five, top ten, because they just we talked about it, Doug, at the beginning of the season. The Patriots were a bad football team walking into it, and they've proven that they're a bad football team halfway or three-quarters of the way through it, and yet they still beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, who banged up a little bit, but also the quarterback is a big part of it. But, uh, you know, again, the AFC has not lived up to the expectations I think we all had it was before the season started. No, not even... Not even close. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. So many things to get to with Mark Dominic. Uh, let's go back to last week. The Niners come out and just smack the Eagles. Which team did you learn more about? The Niners. Uh, I still think the Eagles are a good football team and certainly going to be a top, you know, we'll see what happens with Dallas. But I still think they'll probably win the East, uh, you know, even though I'm still rooting for internally Dallas, as you know why. But I think the Niners showed that when we're healthy, we're, we're as good as anybody. We could beat anybody in the National Football League. And I think they proved that, and they did it soundly. And I think that's a bigger statement by the Niners than saying, oh, what's wrong with Philly? I don't see it that way. I think that just shows you that, you know, again, Kyle Shanahan's system, when they have healthy and they have explosive players, we saw it with Debo Samuel, what he can do with the ball in his hand, you know, McCaffrey. I mean, they, they just have explosive players everywhere on that football team. And, you know, on defense, when they, you know, can keep the pass rush pushing down. And I just think the Niners showed, you know, we could be the best in the NFL. And I think it's a huge statement. It's a huge boost of confidence for them to try to get the number one seed. Um, what about, uh, what about Jalen Hurts, who so many, I mean, myself, been effuse in our praise, even though the numbers haven't added up this year, just the ability to find a way to win. Was there anything the Niners exposed on on Jalen Hurts that we didn't previously know? Well, you just got to – I think you have to make Jalen Hurts beat you with his arm. And, again, he's got the capability. I'm not trying to beat him up and say this guy doesn't have arm talent and can't process or anything like that. But I'm saying you've got to take the running element out of Jalen Hurts' game. And I think if you can do that and say, hey, look, just go beat us in the passing game. If you go throw for 325 yards – and we lose, I'll live with that. But I don't want you to beat us with your legs because we know how dangerous that is, and I don't want you to beat us with your legs down by the goal line. So I think that that's the one thing as you watch the Philadelphia Eagles, you're like, keep him in the pocket, let him throw, and yeah, he's got great players. Devontae Smith can make plays, A.J. Brown can make plays, but make him beat you. Make him throw three or four touchdowns to beat you. Don't let him run the ball. Don't let him run the ball. I think that's the way you try to minimize what the Eagles are. Cowboys this week against the Eagles, how do they match up? I think it's a great matchup. I mean, again, I think for the Cowboys, they're coming off a nice little high of, of what I think they feel like they can be and what they're uh, becoming and, and kind of really kind of finding their way. Deron Bland has really stepped up in that role that we thought when I talked to you early in the season. I was really worried about losing Trayvon Diggs. Bland has been able to fill the shoes pretty well, and I think that's a huge piece of this puzzle. The offensive line is coming around. I mean, I, I think the Eagles bounce back, but I'm going to pick the Cowboys because I picked them at the beginning of the season to win the NFC. And so because we're getting close, Doug, i got to stick with it and let a, let a, let a lot of my eyes say, nah, be careful in this one. But I think, I think this would be a great matchup. I do think it comes down to a one-score game. Uh, you know, in my heart of hearts, probably the Eagles find a way to regroup and get it back together, but I'm going to pick the Cowboys. Still Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, uh, Mark Dominic joining us, of course, former general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, what do you make of the stories out of Buffalo, right? It, it's mm-hmm. weird in that, okay, we, we've had a defensive coordinator fired. They've had these uneven performances and then all of a sudden, you got players talking about. Granted, it was a it's a weird story that 
Uh, McDermott made a 9-11 reference in terms of the, 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 the terrorists and how they work together. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, but two years later, that seems like, I don't know, crazy to think that's like coup d'etat, right? Hasn't been fired yet, lost some power trying to fix it. And now you hear this weird story. I don't know. When you hear it, what do you think? Yeah, I think that he's, you know, I think the Pagulas have come out and pretty much said he's good to go for 2024. But I think things have to either change in 2023, and they have control of their own destiny. And yes, the Buffalo Bills play a tremendously hard end of the season stretch. But if they're a playoff type of team, they're going to have to win four of those five to get to the postseason, maybe three if they beat the right teams. Uh, but I think this is going to be now all hands on deck, kind of watching Sean McDermott through the offseason of 2024 and the expectations of the Bills of where they've got to be in the AFC as a number one, number two seed type of thing, and then advancing to at least the AFC Championship game. I think because you realize, look, Josh Allen's going to play quarterback hopefully for another decade. But the whole team just in general has gone through a lot of you know, things, whether it's now it's what's going on with Von Miller, whether it was Stephon Diggs in the offseason, whether it's Sean McDermott, what we're talking about. And so the, from an owner's perspective, you want stability, you want to feel like everything's okay. Like, think about the Pittsburgh Steelers, and yes, it's 7-6, and six, and yes, Mike, but it doesn't, you know, Mike Tomlin has a way to keep his hands on that football team and not let anything come out of there. And when it starts to go bad, he dumps those type of players. I think in this situation, you're, I think the Bagulas are going to be watching again how this end of the season goes but he's earned it enough to get another season. And then I think it's the spotlight on the Buffalo Bills because this year they're clearly uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. They beat themselves, and they're not living up to the expectations that I think any of us had. There's other teams that may not have, but the Bills, to me, were the ones that really should be a level higher than what they are right now, and I think everybody knows that. Okay. um, Obviously, huge game this weekend matching up with the Chiefs. What do you make of the Chiefs' struggles last week in Green Bay? I think it's more of, you know, what Jordan loves doing. Uh, I think he's continued to show that, hey, look, you know, uh, we might have the guy here. He's, he's suddenly kind of putting the Packers back in the run of, I think they can make the postseason because I think the Vikings continue to fall, and that's going to be huge. Seattle, I think, could fall, and that's going to open up the door for a Green Bay team. So I think it's just as much congrats to Green Bay and all that youth they have on that team to say, wow, they may have something here with, again, a disciple of Shanahan and the same type of system that works really well. But uh, I think for the Chiefs, it just, it's always going to come back to if Kelsey's covered up, who are you going to get the ball to to make plays? And I think that's so inconsistent there and stays inconsistent. I think, again, through the postseason, that could be or that is the Achilles heel for the Kansas City Chiefs is Kelsey's double covered we got to got to make a play and then somebody doesn't make a play and suddenly the Chiefs are at home. So that's that's where I say congratulations to Green Bay. They're gelling, they're starting to come together as young as they are. Scared for Kansas City because they didn't address it and you know Patrick can make players great, but it sure is a lot nicer to have guys you know can make plays around him and they just didn't do that this offseason. Okay, what about the Packers? Um, if you're the if you're Brian Gunnenkunz, you had the good start from Jordan Love, but pretty conservative. Uh, you had four or five weeks where he looked like he couldn't be a starter much longer. Right. And then the last four or five weeks, you're like, mm, better. Um, they have him under contract for next year, but w- what are your thoughts on are on 24 and beyond with Jordan Love now having seen this much of the season? Yeah, I mean, there's zero. If the agent came to me and talked about, like, hey, would you guys want to consider anything, I'd say no. Uh, no thanks, not not at all. I need to, you're going to have to prove it to me more. 
and he needed another full season under his belt, not only to be able to stay on the football field, but to, you know, take this team further down the road than whatever they end up with in 2023. So I think that the, you need more building blocks. I think you need more data, more evidence. Uh, you, you have confidence that you see that he can be the player that you think. I mean, some of those throws this last week off his back foot, you know, being able to sling the ball down the field, you're like, you got to appreciate that. That's that's Rodgers Favre-esque, you know, when you saw some of those throws he made against Kansas City. And that's the exciting part, but I think you've got to see another full season. I wouldn't even consider anything other than that. And I know Gudikins, uh is going to want to prove that I did the right thing. Like, I traded up to get this guy. And I took a lot of heat from everybody doing it, and now he's paying off. But you've got to have the discipline, the self-discipline to say, even though I want to prove everybody right and sign this guy, you don't do it. And you just say, you got to do it to me for 2024, then we can talk about the 2025 offseason. Mm-hmm. I, 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 tend to, I tend to agree with you. It's uh, really kind of fascinating stuff, though, in that they, they got him early, and then people are like, why did you re-sign him? Now you're like, well, you know, we got him at kind of a discount for next year. And, um, you know, it, it, Jordan Love is a lot like the NFL. Like, it's hard to cover week to week. It just is. And he's the, he's the kind of perfect example of it. How do you explain the Bengals uh, and unleashing Jake Browning? Like, how do you explain that? I can't. Jake Browning was a surprise to me, too. He hadn't been playing to that level. Uh, he almost played, you know, one of those perfect games. It's one of those pitchers you didn't know their name before they came out on the mound, and suddenly at the end of the game they're like, wow, he threw a no-hitter. And that's, that's what Browning did. And, you know, it's whether you can parlay that uh, week after week, not to that level, I don't, you know, you've got to, I think you've got to sit there and say he let his players make plays. And I know Jabbar Chase had a, a, a drop or so that weren't very attractive, but he also had a lot of catches that were. He let his players make plays and he just put the ball up there and said, go, go make it happen. And then you got to give Zach Taylor, head coach, uh, some credit in terms of like, hey, look, he's hot. Let's keep feeding the ball. Let's keep throwing the ball. And, you know, can he do that a week in and week out? I don't know. But, you know, when you have that trio or you have those two guys uh, right now, but when you have Jamar Chase, you have. You know, Tyler Boyd, um, you've got weapons there that can make plays, and I think that kind of masked everything. Now, again, I'm going to be a doubting Thomas on this one. Yeah, sorry, but I think Bengals fans, that was a fun game to watch. It's going to have to show it to me two or three times like Jordan Love to say, is this guy really a number two in this league and can back up or can we can win games with him? Because up to this point, when you look at his body of work through the different teams, He's never played to that level, but I'm happy. I mean, maybe you know, maybe they've found a way to really get the best out of him, and he's grown into a confidence level that is different than he's ever had before. Awesome stuff. Mark, incredible information as always. Hope you're having a great holiday season. Thanks so much for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Doug, thanks for having me on. Enjoy the games too, buddy. Uh, you, you as well. That's Mark Dominic. He joins us every week. He makes you smarter, makes me smarter as a football fan with his 20-plus years in NFL front offices. Been a general manager, of course, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this. 
You can save up to 30% with the code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app.